Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, live from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. I'm Danny Wexelman with Adam Barry, who covers the Pirates for MLB.com. And it's pretty early here in Vegas, but things are already shaking up for the Pirates. Ivan Nova, see you later, my friend. He is gone, and the Pirates now have a lot of decisions to make. But we're going to start with the most important thing. Why, where, how does this benefit the Pirates trading him away? Yeah, it's been a busy morning so far, uh, still early in the day, but the Pirates did trade Ivan Nova to the Chicago White Sox for a 19-year-old pitching prospect. You know, it was a long way from the majors and 500000 in international bonus pool space. So that's not something that you're going to see benefiting them in the majors anytime soon. But they did free up about $9 million in payroll that Neil Huntington says they will use uh, to improve the club elsewhere. It could be another pitcher. Uh, they're reportedly... Uh, they've agreed to sign Jordan Lyles, a right-hander who could slot into the rotation, who could go into the bullpen. Basically, it frees them up a little bit to potentially make other moves. You know, Nova was a good back-end, durable veteran starter who was kind of important for some of the young starters they have now who have you know, evolved into basically the kind of uh, starters that they want to have in the rotation, the top four being Jameson Tyone, Chris Archer, Trevor Williams, and Joe Musgrove. Now they've got that last spot to kind of, you know, mess around with and explore their options, and they've got a little bit more payroll space to do so. Nova was entering the last year of his uh, three-year $26 million contract. Mm -hmm. So it was either, you know, if you're talking about potentially trading a pending free agent, he's probably the one that it's the easiest to part with. You don't want to lose Francisco Cervelli, if at all possible. And that is something that we have talked about as well, yes. that he is a potential trade chip. And we talked about the fact, though, that behind the plate combined with others, that's that's a, that's a hard to get rid of. Right, whereas it's tougher to part with Cervelli and Diaz, given the lack of depth that mm -hmm. they have behind the plate. But they have quite a bit of near-ready rotation depth, uh, you know, right now yeah. with uh, Nick Kingham ready to fill in the, in the rotation. Stephen Brault would be an option there. Okay. Lyles potentially. And then ultimately, I think that spot is going to wind up falling to top prospect Mitch Keller, who should be ready for the big leagues potentially early this summer, maybe June or July. And then that adds another high ceiling arm. And you've essentially created kind of a landing spot for him, whereas with Nova on board, it was hard to see where Keller might fit. Jordan Lyles, let's circle back to him really quick, mm -hmm. what he could bring to this rotation. Yeah, he might be a starter. He might be a reliever. He might even be an opener. Neil Huntington <laughs> said they're going to explore the wow. theory of the opener, which is a great book title for modern baseball, exploring the theory of the opener. Um, so Lyles is a guy who could help them in two ways. He either could be that opener or a starter, or he could be somebody who adds depth and length to their bullpen. Because if you're going to carry an opener, you're basically having an eight-man bullpen where one guy is committed to that first inning, mm -hmm. which limits your options later in a game. 
but Lyles is a guy who can pitch multiple innings. He pitched very effectively, albeit sporadically, for the Brewers uh, after the, the trade uh, there this past season. So he could add length to the bullpen if they use Nick Kingham as a starter or Stephen Brault. He'll add length to the bullpen if they use one of those guys as an opener, or he could be an opener at this point. So that deal is not official. Hopefully later this week we'll find out for sure, maybe get a little better insight into the Pirates' plans for him. But, you know, my understanding is the Pirates do like sort of the upside that they saw uh, with him with the Brewers, that they believe this is a guy who's, you know, still relatively young, but just now kind of finding his form. And this isn't something that we, we've really explored that much this offseason. We've been focusing on the shortstop position. Right. And you, like you mentioned earlier, just filling in the outer edges, not necessarily the meat of the team. They made some bigger splashes last year with Chris Archer, Keona Kella. Um, and so so now they're, they're really just looking to – uh, hone in and really just get really detailed with the decisions they're making. Yeah, you're basically looking to supplement the group that you have because the core is very much in place, mm -hmm. which is why I would still be surprised if they dealt Francisco Cervelli because he is a pretty big part of that. Okay. But it's it's really possible that their biggest moves for the winner came in the summer by getting Chris Archer, which was a huge move at the time. It's easy to forget about now, but getting Archer is huge. He's you know a durable starter under team control for a while with a high upside. Keone Kella was one of the major's best closers uh, the last year and a half with the Rangers, so they have made some big moves already. Uh, I would not expect anything that big this offseason, but they have created a little bit more payroll space to kind of supplement in these areas, like in the bullpen. Uh, they're still potentially looking to add a lefty reliever and the shortstop position, you know, Neil Huntington says they're comfortable with Kevin Newman and Eric Gonzalez, but I would expect that they'll still, you know, keep their options open. And Huntington also said they'll keep their options open for a starter in the trader free agent market. You know, he mentioned looking for the next A.J. Burnett, Francisco Liriano, or uh, Edinson Volquez. So whether that's Sonny Gray or somebody like that, I don't know. There, there are now more options than it seemed like there were going to be as of two days ago. So when something like this happens, for those of us who are not a reporter and covering a team every single day of the year, kind of walk us through what happened this morning. Well, we were in the baseball writers meeting when our friend Adam McAlvey showed me a tweet that said the Pirates had traded Ivan Nova. So I <laughs> ran out of the room and just started calling and texting people, eventually got it confirmed. Then the deal became official. We were swept away to Neil Huntington's suite uh, here at the <laughs> hotel to go break down all this. And as we're Riding the elevator up to talk to him, we hear about Jordan Lyles signing. So then you leave, you know, by the time you get back down, you got to confirm that. And then I came to talk to you. So and now been, here we are. Yeah, and I got to eat lunch at some point. Other than that, we're doing well. I'm going to let you eat soon. A couple other things we're going to get to first. Okay. Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Signing with the Phillies, mm -hmm. coming back to Pennsylvania. What do you think about that? I think it's a good fit for McCutcheon. I'm excited to see him back on a potential contender. Mm -hmm. I think he is a winning player. He's the kind of guy who's going to add a lot of energy and excitement. Yeah. He might not be Bryce Harper, but he's a guy that fans are going to love, uh, you know, when they get to kind of know him a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's, uh, from what we've heard about the deal, three years and $50 million, it's a really good get for McCutcheon. Mm -hmm. um, there was some concern given the decline that he had in 2016. Mm -hmm offensively and defensively he bounced back in 2017 he seems more comfortable in an outfield corner and he's still a really good hitter I mean this is still Andrew McCutcheon this yeah. is still a guy that you will pay to go to the ballpark and see so you know the Phillies said they had stupid money to spend and it looks like they're out there <laughs> spending it and it's a good you know a good deal for Andrew McCutcheon I think it's a good signing for the Phillies and I, I think it's going to be weird for Pirates fans to see him across mm -hmm. the state you know Philadelphia wearing that red and white so but you know that reception will still be so strong I think that he is still always going to be beloved in Pittsburgh yeah. for what he did you know 
bringing the franchise back, being that star, being the, really the face of the franchise when they got back to the postseason for the first time in 20 years. So mm -hmm. there's going to be maybe a little bit of mixed feelings now that yeah. he's, you know, across the state, but it's still Andrew McCutcheon and it's still Pittsburgh. Last thing, we've talked about shortstop a lot this offseason, mm -hmm. and it's the it's the spot that needs to be filled. It needs You need someone there, and there are short-term solutions, but when it comes to the Pirates, they've talked about how that's, you know, we're not looking for a Band-Aid, but we have some right now. Right. So as far as at the winter meetings, this this was a huge splash with Nova. Um, right. But do you think something gets done here, or are we going to be looking a little bit uh, maybe into January? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to get done here, although things happen in a hurry, as we learned this morning. Um, there was a report that they were talking to the Diamondbacks about Nick Ahmed, mm -hmm. um, but I would assume the Diamondbacks would want a lot in return to consider uh, moving that kind of player with two years of club control. He'd be a good fit, uh, you know, as a really good defender with some upside in the bat. Uh, but Neil Huntington talked really optimistically about Eric Gonzalez and Kevin Newman. I understand he's not going to dump on his internal options Definitely because those are the guys not. that he has. Right. But, you know, I, I think they're at least comfortable with the idea of starting the season with the two of them, in part because Gonzalez is such a dynamic defender. Let them earn the job. Right. And Newman was a first-round draft pick three years ago, 2015. So there is some upside in his bat. You know, they think he's a steady Jordy Mercer-esque defender. So they're comfortable with their options, but I still think they're going to explore the market and look for a potential addition. All right. And besides all of this baseball news, how's your time in Vegas been? Is there anything other than the baseball news that we've <laughs> no, had in Vegas so not, far? No. I don't think I've seen outside. Other than we had dinner where we could see outside existing. We existed, could see it. We felt the fresh air yeah, on our faces. Other than that, I have not left the, the complex here It's a here hustle in and days. bustle in place. Yeah. Awesome. The bright lights mostly dim down here, but <laughs> I hear they're out there somewhere. They're out there somewhere. Awesome. All right. Well, maybe you'll be running around the next two days. We still have two days here wow. in Vegas. Yeah. So maybe you'll get one more thing. You never know. We'll see. I, would, I think that the Pirates are going to be a little more aggressive now that they have this payroll space mm -hmm. to, to work with. So, like I said, there's now more options than there were or there seemed like there were this morning. So it could be interesting. All right. So if you need to get all the details about the story, pirates.com, you can check out all the work there, Twitter, everything, all mm -hmm. those good things. Adam Barry's got you covered. So for the rest of this week and the rest of this offseason, Adam Barry, thank you so much for chatting with thank me. Thank you. This was fun. All right. With Adam Barry, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.